The reading today is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 2, beginning at verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brethren, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. And with many other words, he solemnly testified and kept on exalting them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. So then, those who had received his word were baptised, and that day there were added about 3,000 souls. Amen. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my salvation. Well, good morning everyone and uh, welcome to this morning's uh, message. I would like to say that this has uh, certainly taken me out of my comfort zone and getting used to new ways of doing things. And it's not something that I feel I take to pretty easily or readily, but I do like a challenge and I do like to experience new things. So God, I hope will be with us in this time and this message will come across as intended. So uh, I would like to begin with something that Mark said in his message last week, and that is, we have all been given free will. And along with that free will comes decisions and choices that will affect uh, the rest of our lives. Some of us have already made that decision, and we have made Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Saviour. We believe in his life, death and resurrection and his promises to us in all that he has done. And now comes another choice for us and another decision. And it's about the Holy Spirit. Where does he fit in to our lives and part of God's plans for us? Well, I'd like to say that to live the Christian life is a bit, without the Holy Spirit, is a bit like being given a map. And the map being given to you doesn't show you where you are and it doesn't show you where you're going. And you just have to work it out. But with the Holy Spirit, it's like being given a personal guide 
who knows exactly where you are and exactly where we're going. So I would suggest that it's impossible to live the Christian life without the Holy Spirit. Now I know that for some of us, the experiences that have happened to us with regards to uh, Holy Spirit, things that have happened in other places and churches, uh, have affected us. And we're not so sure about things. But I want to suggest to you that you're looking at it from a wrong perspective. When the Holy Spirit comes into your life and you accept him as a gift and a seal of the promises that Christ has won for us and done for us, that his work in you will be totally unique. It will not be the same as everybody else. So if you're worried about looking foolish and doing stupid things under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, don't be. Because it's not what you see everybody else manifesting, it's what he's doing in you that is the unique work. And look at it this way. The Holy Spirit is the inspirer and the inspiration by which the Bible was written. So he knows it inside out. If you have the Holy Spirit, you can reckon on revelation coming out of the word to you. Not only that, you can have power, power and authority, because it's the authority that Christ has won for us. And uh, we know that we have access to the Father because the Holy Spirit guarantees it. So why would we not want the gift of the Holy Spirit? Why would we want to carry on as if we don't need him? Because he is the one who will guide us in all truth, knowledge, understanding and wisdom. So how can we not do with that? How can we get through this life without all that he brings to us. So I would like to encourage you and ask you not to look at the Holy Spirit as an addition, but a part of the Trinity and the Godhead that we need right now and in this day in particular, because he is our strength and will guide us in faith Build our faith in us, that that faith will turn to obedience. And as we obey, we know that we can trust our God. Our God will answer us and come to us when we need him and when we call upon him. The Holy Spirit is our confidence. And with it, the promise is that he will uh, bring joy into our lives and when something comes against us we will be strong and not focused as linda read uh, in verse 39 the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off as many as the lord our god will call to himself 
And this is with reference to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has not gone. The events of what we're talking about now uh, is for our children. So the Holy Spirit is still an active part of what the work done and fulfilled within the church. We need to seek his counsel and his guidance as people of God. Every day we want to know, Lord, what is your will? Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let us look to the Holy Spirit and make him a more integral and active part of our lives. For we cannot do it alone. And to know that he is with us, and this is where I believe that God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's given us his Holy Spirit. What more do we need to be successful? What more do we need to overcome than the very presence of God living in us? And as the scripture says, we are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And we are containers and vessels of the promises of God. And we can change atmospheres and circumstances all around us. And even more so, we can bring hope because we have the living God within us by the Holy Spirit. Let us look at the differences we can make by the choices and decisions we make. But I'd like to add one more thing to this. And I don't find it easy to say, but I find it something that needs to be said. We, in the Holy Spirit, are now a new creation. And we are different from that moment on. What I find and what I think I find, and I have been guilty of as much as anybody else, is that, well, in my life, I have separated the secular and the spiritual. And if I'm really in God and in the Holy Spirit, that should not be the case. There is no more secular. There is only the spiritual, the new life that I have in the Holy Spirit. And it's the same for you and all of us, that we are now new creations. The old has gone and the new has come. And I want to ask you to live out of this life in a different way, with understanding that the Holy Spirit is not something to be feared or someone to be feared. It is not an option. He is not an add-on. He is an essential to living this Christian life. And I would ask you to invite him into your life. And as we have and will often experience some difficulties, let us be honest with one another. Let us ask each other, the way forward and the way to do it. And uh, I don't know, but one of the things I really struggled with in my very early days was about speaking in tongues. 
couldn't see the relevance of it or the importance of it. But nonetheless, it's in scripture and speaking in tongues is part of it. So when you hit those bumpers along the road and uh, when you come to these seeming insurpassable situations, open up the dialogue with people who have been there, people who are mature and see your way through that uh, how it worked for them. But I want to add, and I want to point out, this is not one size fits all Holy Spirit. He will work uniquely in your life and through your life. And it's about how you allow him to do this. So I want to ask you to come into a moment of prayer and uh, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal himself to you. And uh, I think that even if you have the Holy Spirit, there's nothing wrong with renewing that contact again with him and inviting him into your life. Father, I want to thank you that you have made all provision through Jesus. I want to thank you that uh, you've given us the Holy Spirit to see us through the difficulties of living in this world. We want to ask you, Father, that the Holy Spirit would come into our lives, make himself more relevant to us, and uh, we want to come uh, into his counsel and his wisdom. And I pray, Father, that we will open up our lives and make the choice that he is to rule in our lives, that we take ourselves off of the throne in our life and place him central, that he may lead us in all knowledge, all wisdom and all understanding. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and kindness to us. May our faith grow, may we see more acts in our church of the Holy Spirit working through us and in us to build and to sow and to grow. Lord, we ask you in these difficult times, come Holy Spirit, come reign in our lives. Amen. Oh God of burning. Oh God of burning.
Thank you.